London Bridge is falling down. Falling down. Grossy Posse Packer Nation. Welcome to an episode of Packcast, a podcast where you don't have to be Pakistan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. <laughs> this is going to be a rant episode, Grassi, and today we are going to be talking about the Green Bay Packers losing to the New York Giants 27 to 22 in a game that can only be described as a complete and total collapse in every single aspect of the game in that second half. And I have a lot to say about this offense, the defense, the special teams, the coaching, the play calling, the decisions. And it's just so infuriating watching as a fan and seeing the same things just creep up bit by bit. And it might allow you to win a game. It might allow you to beat a third-string rookie last week in the Patriots because just enough goes right, or maybe the opponent is not able to get over one final hurdle. But today, it did not allow the Packers to get past the New York Giants, in which Saquon Barkley was hurt. Their receivers were hurt. Daniel Jones was hurt. Their defense was hurt because the Packers failed to do anything right in the second half. And guess what, folks? In the NFL, you're going up against professional teams. And if you allow this kind of crap to happen, you're going to get kicked in the ass. And that's exactly what happened in London today. But let's go through some stuff here. Let's talk about the Green Bay Packers, and uh, how this game went. Well, the Packers were up 17-3 at one point, wound up being 20-10 to before halftime, and then they did not score another point on offense for the rest of the game. The only points came in the form of a safety in which the Giants allowed them to get it. So the Packers instead gave up 14 points in the fourth quarter. They had given up three in the third and were shut out completely by a battered Giants defense. Why did this happen? Well, that's a great question. Let's talk about Aaron Rodgers, who went 25 for 39, 222 yards, two touchdowns, and was sacked twice. Let's really focus on Aaron Rodgers here, because I have lots of questions. Last week, especially in that first half, you saw Aaron Rodgers throw some really ugly passes. He had the pick six right before half, which allowed the Patriots to stay in the game. Thankfully, he got better in the second half. And in the first half of this game, he was definitely solid. There were some bad judgment calls and some missed passes here. But Aaron Rodgers, um, there were some rough throws and more importantly, rough decisions by Aaron Rodgers. Many of them being the fact that he wanted to play hero ball. And instead of I don't know, handing the ball off or, you know, just doing the check down. He decided to chuck it on first and 10, second and 10, third and long, what have you, that put the Packers in really bad positions. And while I am going to talk about Rodgers here for a hot second, this also brings in Matt LaFleur. 
because Matt LaFleur said something in his post-game press conference that kind of just rubbed me the wrong way. He said that Aaron Rodgers' play calling wasn't the problem. It was the defense that failed to execute, that they had to give the ball back to Aaron Rodgers. They had to put it back in his hand. And I will tell you exactly where the Green Bay Packers lost this game because it wasn't when the clock hit zero. It was late in the game when the Giants had just tied the Packers. The Packers offense got the ball back and they went three and out by throwing three incompletions in a row and they never ran the ball. So I have a very blatant question here. Is that Matt LaFleur who is refusing to run the football or is that Aaron Rodgers making the play call and refusing to run the football? Because guess what, folks? When they ran the football, they did pretty well. Let's see. Aaron Jones, 13 carries for 63 yards. Averaging 4.8 yards a carry. A.J. Dillon, 6 carries, 34 yards. Averaging 5.7 yards per carry. Why are we not running the football? And I would like somebody to answer that. And I'm sorry, that's a really bad, bad take by Matt LaFleur. Saying we need to give the ball back to Aaron Rodgers. Had plenty of opportunities. And yes, there were some guys that dropped passes 100%. And yes, the offensive line, Aaron Rodgers got sacked twice, got pressured a bunch today, 100%. But at the same time, the offense did nothing in the second half. And for some godforsaken reason, we didn't start running the football until we were down by seven on the final drive. And guess what? It worked and helped get us into the red zone. The Packers make it so much more difficult on themselves. They were playing well. They were ahead by two scores and they just stopped running the football. Now, the defense was horrendous in that second half as well. Daniel Jones was phenomenal today. And again, a beaten and battered Daniel Jones. 21 for 27, 217 yards, only sacked once. It seems that we got some pressure in the first half, and then that seemed to go completely and totally away in the second half. We had really bad penalties today. We had seven penalties. A bunch were on the defense. Rasul Douglas, he was responsible for a bunch of those as well. And while thankfully he didn't wind up having any consequences, Amari Rogers fumbled on the return yet again. Christian Watson started doing kick return duty. And again, It's just so infuriating to see the lack of adaptation. It's infuriating for the Packers to not go quarter by quarter and saying, hey, what's our opponent giving us? Or just to stick with what the heck is working. Randall Cobb was our leading receiver today. Caught seven passes. Absolutely crushed it, including one on the sideline, which was great. Alan Lazard had a touchdown as well as the big dog. And I also want to put out that putting the ball back in Aaron Rodgers' hand, Aaron Rodgers almost threw a game-ending interception on that last drive as well. It was this close from being intercepted. So I don't know if it's coaching. I don't know if it's player execution. I don't know if it's scheme. I don't know if it's just getting away with the game plan. I don't know if it's just having no ability to adapt whatsoever. But what I really think it is, is kind of just a mix of all of that. And a mix of all that is what you saw today in the second half. Because the Packers, as I have said on this program a million times, they get punched in the mouth and teams don't have to worry about getting punched back. They don't have to worry about, oh man, here come the Packers roaring back because the Packers don't roar back. They were able to thankfully put some drives together last week against the Patriots, 
But today in the second half, they were nowhere to be found whatsoever. And that is scary. When Saquon Barkley's injured and comes back into the game and finishes the day 13 for 70 for a touchdown, that's a bit problematic. When Darius Slayton is catching six passes for 79 yards and their Giants aren't even doing anything that exotic. Yes, they had some stuff out of the Wildcat, but the Packers just got outplayed and outcoached in that second half. And it was very very evident. I got to give Brian Dable credit because he has been doing a hell of a job coaching that football team in which there is a significant lack of talent in some areas, especially like wide receiver, but they are still able to beat what is supposed to be an elite defense. That elite defense was not seen in the second half. That offense did not exist in the second half. And it comes down to everybody not doing their job. And it wasn't just like, oh, well, the defense screwed up today, but the offense was well, or the offense screwed up and the, but the defense was really good. Nay, nay. Every single part of that team collapsed today. And it was pathetic. So the Packers are sitting here now at three and two. Is their season over? No. But there are 100% some major concerns. The fact that the Packers have not put together a complete game yet. The fact that they lost to Kirk Cousins and the Minnesota Vikings, who haven't looked phenomenal either. They were able to beat Justin Fields and the Bears, but then again, who doesn't? And then they barely survived Bailey Zappi and the New England Patriots. And then they just lost to Daniel Jones and the New York Giants. Now they have the Jets at Lambeau Field coming up. After that, they have the Commanders, two very winnable games. And then they're facing the Buffalo Bills on Sunday Night Football. And I promise you, if you don't put together a full game, four quarters against that team, they are going to get their ass kicked. We knew there was going to be growing pains with this offense, but some of them are just so nonsensical. Like you have two great running backs who are averaging over 4.8 yards a carry. Give them the football. The Giants have defensive tackles out. Run the football. It is not that complicated and we are making it so much more complicated than we need to. When we're doing the jet sweeps with Christian Watson and stuff, that's great. All the motion, that's wonderful. It got us a touchdown last week against the Patriots. But when Christian Watson's only contribution to the game is two of those failed little end arounds, and that's it, you're not getting him involved in the game and he's getting open. So it I don't know if it's just a lack of trust with the rookie receivers, but they need to figure it out and figure it out quickly because everything right now in that second half is what's going to sink the Packers if they don't adjust. And as for the defense, uh, Joe Barry needs to learn how to adapt and call a good defensive game because you didn't see it today and it's been very inconsistent throughout the entire year and they just need to get it freaking fracking together. Before we head out, I want to do a big shout and thank you to some brand new patrons and YouTube members. First on the Patreon side, things we have Caitlin. Caitlin, we have Uthread, we have Brent up in his membership, and we have Nicholas Jensen. A big shout out and thank you to you. And over on the YouTube member side of things, join the Grassy Posse Plus, we have Phoenix Reborn, Vapor for Life, Kenny Meyer, Patrick Truong, we have Florida Man Coffee, we have Tyler Gentoft, we have Jack Tice, we have Joaquin A. Swift, we have Moderator Mike, we have Angelo Espinoza, we have Mr. Echo O, we have Colin Naismith, we have Adam Wright, we have Joyce Goose, and Brandon Youngs. A big shout out and thank you to you all. But folks, let me know what you think about 
today's game. Uh, it's frustrating. They're going to play the Jets. Uh, Jair Alexander said he's not panicking now, but if they lose next week, he'll start to panic. Aaron Rodgers said he believed in words a lot and didn't like that kind of talk at all. Guess what? Let's start winning some football games, and then we can talk about what words we are using. Let me know. You can always find me at TomGrossyComedy.com or at TomGrossyComedy, all social media you see down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course, YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over at Patreon.com slash TomGrossyComedy and the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassy. And as always, Go Pack Go.